Hey, Brad. Hey, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, my friend. You got some big news, eh? You have big news. <laughs> Holy smokes, man. So we're already live. Okay. Uh, we already got 74 people watching, so everyone's excited to hear from you. And man, wow. Like, I don't even know where to start. Okay, so there's lots of news. Before we go into the big news of today, can okay. we go through some of the news that you've already broke in January? Because it's been like four press releases, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go over yeah. all of them. TSX Venture Listing, sure. uh, Acquisitions. Uh, you know, I'll let you speak on it and then we'll get into the news today, which is just a huge acquisition, which yeah, I love, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about them. So yes. uh, I'll call it end of December, sort of ended the year with the closing of Tennessee, which was our, you know, uh, we announced five transactions last year um, and three were set to close by the end of last year and into January. So Tennessee and um, Colorado Apex uh, have now closed. Those are the four out of the five have now been completed. And that was the last press release we put in January as well. And so we're, we're committing to our timelines. We're right on target. And our fifth transaction, which is a Florida transaction, is anticipated to close before the end of this month. And so that'll take us through the five that we announced last year, which is, you know, incrementally taking us to about a $26 million revenue run rate and about a two to $3 million uh, positive EBITDA run rate. Um, and then, of course, in the back of that, uh, we were working on the TSX venture. We announced our early approval of, in December um, and then finally got our approval of the list and went live on Wednesday. And so we're pretty excited about that. Uh, seen some good reaction to it, of course. And we're just really excited that we can bring some broader liquidity, um, expand the story to more institutional investors um, and really kind of strengthen you know, the credibility of the company as well. Um, so all positive momentum things ending December, moving into January. I don't think we had any days off. Uh, our team was working right through the holidays. And so, um, you know, kudos to them. And um, yeah, I mean, look, the, the, the newest announcement is something we've had in the works for the last couple of months. You know, obviously, we can't talk about it publicly, but we've hinted at, you know, eight figure transactions. And, and then, and beauty is this is one of many in our pipeline. And uh, I'm just really happy we can now come out with the news. You know, we can start to talk about uh, opportunities like this that we have moving forward. Um, but yeah, happy to talk about this news release as well, but we're, we're super excited just in, in how sort of the execution has been coming sort of month on month. And, and obviously we have a lot more planned as we move into 2021. This is incredible. When we talked last, we talked about having a huge 2021. We talked about potentially having $100 million in revenues that you could acquire. And you guys are already halfway there <laughs> with this acquisition. This is a 20... Yeah million dollar acquisition right man. yeah congratulations it's actually over 20 million but uh yeah so we'll, we'll keep it at 20 million for you now. know the other thing i love about this deal and yeah. i read through the whole press release uh with with the people that are watching we got 75 people watching if you guys have any questions please drop them in the chat um i went through the entire press release and the thing i love about this acquisition is you paid 40 percent in cash over 5 yeah. million cash. So you're putting some skin in the game. It's not just a stock play where you could create a lot of dilution in your stock where I've seen a lot of other companies do that. And that can become really painful at times. And I love the fact that there's a portion of cash and there's a portion of stock with the option to pay off. Pay well, off. It's actually a portion in debt. So we never took, we didn't give any stock on this. Okay. It's debt, so which you can. Yeah. Pay. There's, there's, there's no, so it's a seller's note. It's a three-year seller's note. Okay. Okay. Perfect. On rate. Um, it's interest only for the first year and it's an open note. So we can pay it back anytime we want to. There's no penalties. 
And once we pay it off, there's no kind of incentive, you know, stock kickers or warrant kickers or any of that. It's a very clean deal. Even better. Uh, it allows us to preserve the cash, obviously, for future acquisitions of this kind of transaction. So we can take a dollar much further now on equity. So it's far less diluted for shareholders. Um, and then from a debt perspective, I mean, this, this deal takes us to now about a five to $6 million positive EBITDA multiple, uh, sorry, run rate. So, I mean, again, we have cash flow to be able to finance debts, but also use that cash for further acquisitions. And so it's okay to have, I think, you know, from a leverage perspective, we'll be mindful, but I think this kind of structure allows us a lot more flexibility for deployment of capital in a more creative way and bring on more deals. Absolutely. So you did this without actually diluting your shares at all. I'm, you know, personally, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a fan of using stock for acquisitions of these types. I mean, larger sizes, you know, we, we'll look into that, but you know, I, I don't like the overhang and at some point it always comes to the company and look, you, you raise equity with strong long-term investors. You use that money in an intelligent way. You put the money to use in a way that can drive far more returns. You know, right now we're in about a one to three return. So every dollar we spend, we get three back and that's just without any organic growth and that three can grow to five or six or 10 by organic growth. And so the value to shareholders is far better in this model. And, you know, we're staying disciplined. We're only buying practices that fit the model. Um, we're staying disciplined to the EBITDA multiples that we want to try and attain. And that's what I'm really proud of our team to be able to find these deals and bring them to the, you know, bring them to the point of closing. And what's your share structure at right now? Where, what are you guys at fully diluted? So everybody knows. Yeah. So we're about 200 million shares fully diluted, um, 172 million shares issued now standing those after the last bot deal was completed. And again, same thing, last two bot deals, you know, very particular, we are not doing warrants, you know, it's an equity only offering. Um, we take what we need. I mean, we had over 25 million in demand on that last round and we stuck to 12 because um, we know, we know what the cash is going to be used for and we know where it's going to get us to. And so um, it allows us far more, you know, runway to keep you know, being opportunistic at better prices and far less diluted prices to shareholders. What would you be able to speak on your cash holdings right now in your treasury? So everybody knows kind of how much you're sitting on. Yeah. So at, uh, at the close of the financing, we were roughly at about 20, 21 million. Uh, we had committed acquisitions, of course, but the close of this fine, this acquisition though, we'll be left with about 12 million. So we still have a fair amount of dry powder here to go in and look at one or two more of these types of transactions, which is what we intend to do through 2021. Um, so we are pretty confident that we're gonna be bringing a couple more of these deals for sure this year and some smaller ones along the way. But uh, um, but certainly we like we like the structure, we like the infrastructure these deals bring, we like the um, you know, the value and the learnings we get from an organization like this. And so we're, we're very excited about this type of model. The sweet spot for us is in this five to $20 million range. Um, we certainly have larger deals in the pipeline, but, you know, of course, those take, you know, more time and effort. And of course, there's larger multiples applied to those generally as well. So we're, you know, we're, we're going to be very busy, that's for sure, uh, with the ones we have, with the ones we're closing, and then with certainly with the ones that we want to bring forward into the, into the LOI stage and then uh, into closing. So you guys are really growing. You guys, the stock has grown. And uh, when we started talking, I think it was a 65 cents. Today, yeah. we're at around $1.50. So congratulations on the price appreciation of the stock. Congratulations to members who have been winning. I think this is a great story. In fact, um, we listed you as one of our top picks for January, and you've already been doing quite well, obviously, in the first week. And we listed you as one of our top 10 picks for all of 2021, because I see the future potential here. I see what you're doing. And I love the fact when I speak with you, you're so honest and you're like, yeah, you know, we've got 12 million and we're going to use it to acquire more business. I love that. You're not interested in keeping that in the bank. You want to use that to go and acquire more growth. 
Is that the plan right now? Yeah, I mean, we have organic growth. I mean, don't forget the fact that our model is to take, you know, uh, a patient unit economic from 150 or $200 based on a service rendered of one to two times a year, bring more services that are more value added for the patient, but then in virtue of that, have that multiplied by five or six or 10 times from a fee from a billing perspective. And so, you know, we're driving a tremendous amount of organic growth as part of our model in the coming years with each of the acquisitions we make. But from an M&A perspective, we have no need for cash operationally. We're not burning any money. And so, you know, we can keep that cash for growth. And like we said, there's a huge market opportunity with a large percentage of the market that's still right for the taking. And I think Skylight's in a perfect position and we're proving it out. We're gonna make great partners for these clinics and, and we look forward to seeing more deal flow come. So we'll be opportunistic. We have other conversations around other financing strategies as well. And so with the greater strength in cash, greater strength in, in a balance sheet and, and a profit and loss position, you know, we're, we only open up more options for the company to be, to be more active on the M&A front. So we will be very active this year on the M&A front. Now, we found quite a few companies early over the last couple of years that have gone in the same direction as you. And then they made an application to the NASDAQ, Toronto mm -hmm. Stock Exchange. Is mm -hmm. that something you're going to be looking at in 2021? Because it seems like you guys are on that trajectory. And it seems like a perfect fit because this is a company that's doing a lot of business in America. Imagine having a NASDAQ listing or a New York Stock Exchange listing. I think it'd be a game changer for you guys. Is that something that you've thought about? Well, we're getting more exposure. Um, so it's certainly in the cards. Um, and we've been talking about it. Um, what, we're, what we're really liking, though, at the moment is just the broadened exposure we're getting with institutional markets in the U.S. And so we've now had more inbound as well as some outbound meetings set up with, you know, various banking institutions. We've met with research desks. We met with the sales desks. We've met with the bankers and just starting to get a feel for what the market is going to be like. We've actually met with a few you know, institutional accounts. Reception's been great. So I think as we continue to demonstrate our valuation grows, the market cap grows, the type of funds that can participate in our story grows. Um, and that just means that, you know, there's more opportunities to find, you know, continued long-term shareholders. But from an exchange perspective, certainly we want to, we want to reflect the exchange that can attract the right type of long-term investors that will give us the runway. Because like I said, this is not a 2021 story. This is just a 2021 beginning. I mean, we started at the end of 2020 with this M&A play and we're just going into 21 and we're already showing how we can demonstrate accretive acquisitions. And there's a lot of these deals. So I foresee us being quite busy in this front for, you know, at least the next couple of years or more um, while organic growth continues to expand. So um, for sure, I think, you know, bigger market uh, would, would be in the cards in the future. One of the things that's really impressive is the liquidity. You guys got a lot of liquidity right now. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and again, I think the venture is a big part of that too, right? Is graduating to a, to a more visible board makes the, makes the stock easier for people to participate. And now we have a lot of people sit on the sidelines, but can't participate because of the exchange that we trade on. And so you know, I think all this is part of giving existing shareholders a chance to get more liquidity in the stock by having more shareholders join, join the story. So I know you're a busy guy. I'm not going to keep you all day. You got so many things on the go. If there was one thing you wanted shareholders to know about Skylight Health right now, what would it be? Obviously, you've got four press releases. It's only January 7th. Um, what else can you tell a shareholder that's wondering what the next steps are for Skylight Health? 
Um, I mean, look, we've announced a transformative acquisition. Um, we're going to be spending some time ingesting this acquisition, but we are actively working on a pipeline down the road. And I'm not sure if you saw the Wednesday press release, but both Cash and myself, the two founders, put ourselves on a no-sell for six months. Not that we're selling. We've never sold. We're not going to. But just to give optics and confidence to the market to know there is a plan in place that we are so confident that we'll put our money where our mouth is and we'll show shareholders that, you know, as significant shareholders ourselves, we believe in the next six months to one year to two to five years of the story. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm as excited as I was to get to this point to announce this transformative acquisition. I'm just more excited to continue to be able to demonstrate that value of that pipeline as we keep putting out this kind of news flow. So, you know, stay tuned is all I can say, because this, this is just the beginning. There, there really is more to come. Yeah. And it's funny because every time you're on our show, there's just these enormous news releases. I've, I've never really seen anything like it, to be quite frank. It's really impressive. And if an investor or a shareholder or joint venture partner uh, institution wants to get in contact with you, Prad, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah. So investors at skylighthealthgroup.com is the easiest way. I mean, you can also go to the website, skylighthealthgroup.com. There's an investor section and they can reach out. Um, and we're pretty responsive and our, our, um, our team will, will be back in touch uh, pretty quickly. So any questions, that's the easiest and fastest way to get through. Brad, continue the great work you're doing. Our shareholders are super excited about Skylight Health. Everybody's up. Everybody's up already. So uh, congratulations on all your success so far. I know that you're going to have a lot more and we'd love to invite you back on our show. Whenever you have any big breaking news, love to get you back on. I'm sure we'll have you on soon and continue all your hard work and uh, dedication to your shareholders. It shows. And I know our community is absolutely in love with Skylight Health Group. In fact, I have a friend of mine on my son's soccer team, and he told me his son is buying Skylight Health Group. He lives in Alberta. And, and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm interviewing the so late. Uh, this was last night. I'm like, I'm interviewing the CEO tomorrow. And he's like, oh, I'll be watching. I'll get my son to watch. Like people are starting to talk about Skylight Health Group. So this that's, is that's amazing. That's amazing. That's all we want. We want the story to be heard and we'll do our job. We'll keep executing. And Rich, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brad. Have a great day. Thank you guys for watching. Have a great day. Skylight Health Group, SHG in Canada, SHGFF in America. If you're not winning, you're not watching. We brought you Skylight Health Group first. And thank you, Brad, the CEO, for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys soon.